0: Audio. Mm -hmm. Lights. (laughs) Camera. Action. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome to the tug of more. This is our very first podcast we've ever done. We've been planning and preparing for a while.
1: And then we found out this morning we still kind of really don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we actually (laughs)
0: just spent like an hour kind of shooting one and then hated it.
1: Yeah. And so... That's okay. That's what it is.
0: Because the goal is to just have some conversation. Right. Whitney and I are super good friends. Yep. We've known each other for 10 years and worked side by side in ministry for for the last Five. five. Yeah. And so... On the surface of ministry, everything looks good, and polished, right. and thing. But like, it's a battle. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a tug. It's a tug.
1: Right, attention
0: behind the scenes. Yeah. and so we just wanted to be a conversation about advancement, right? About leadership, about ministry, about relationships.
1: Yeah, going into more is always going to cause attention because there's where you are and there's where you want to be. Yeah, and like, it can look like. In the world that we live in, that like it's just so easy and fluffy for yeah. those who have stepped into more. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. it's a tug. It's a fight. It's, it's a, a struggle fight.
0: every day. Yeah, it's a fight. And so to we know just that be... God's called you to something, but then you feel like a loser, or right. you don't have all the things that you need to get to where you feel like you're called to go. Right, and it's a tug. So if you're uh, in ministry, right, if you're a business owner, a business leader, if you're leading anybody, yeah, if you feel like down in your heart. That God has something big for you, yeah we're we're doing this for you,
1: right? Because I think that we want to just be transparent and honest about it so that people feel like I think when you're trying to step into more, it can be real lonely and you can feel like nobody understands. yeah, but we've kind of been there, and so let's just God. be honest about it. You
0: know why it's lonely because everybody l- only shows the polish, right. And so, like, we joked about how we just filmed a, another one. Well, the reason we filmed the other one is because even though I said I wasn't going to make a bunch of notes. We,
1: we literally said we wouldn't.
0: I woke up early and I got to the church early and I made a bunch of notes right. and a bunch of power statements. Because we so badly want to only put on, we got it together. Yeah. But, like, the reason that we've been successful in living right. churches advancing is because we don't. We don't know what we're doing and we're willing to say we don't know what we're doing.
1: I was going to say we say that all the time. One, we say it as like a testament to God that he's in charge and he loves us. But the other part is because we legitimately know and feel like we don't know what we're doing.
0: Yeah. So if you feel a tug in you towards more, but you don't feel like you've got all the what it takes or it feels like there's a hundred guys on that side of the rope and just you on this side of the rope in the tug of war towards more... We're doing this for you.
1: Yeah, and you're in good company. Like, you're yeah. not alone. And
0: Because uh, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Right. We're just trying. I don't. Trying. Like, I
0: know people get on livingchurch.com <laughs> and they follow us on the Instagram. They're like, Pastor Chosen, Pest Pastor Whitney, you guys are doing great things. Yeah. What you don't know is we're sweating bullets right before we did it. Right. Because I'm like, I don't even know if this is good. No. I don't even know what's going to work. We say all
1: the time, like, we don't really even know the next right step until five seconds before we have to take it. And we just jump right in, but it's because yeah. of our, our heart to say, hey, God, we don't really know. And I think that that's the part of ministry, that's the part of leadership, that's the part of life, that until you're willing to get honest about that, the struggle is real. Right.
0: No, it's true. I have said I say it all the time. Yeah. The only thing I feel like I'm actually good at is taking the next right, right. step. Right. There are some pastors that I meet, and it feels like they've got the next 20 years of their ministry planned like planned right. out systematically and here's the steps. Right. And I'm like, oh really? Cause like, man, I don't even know what the junk, I mean, I got sermon series and all this stuff planned, right. but I'm like, I don't I don't really know what the major big steps. Well, and
1: when you scratch the surface of that a little bit, it starts to unravel. Yeah. And you find out that they actually went to every other conference and stole from every other person. Yeah. And they're just doing what somebody else told them to do yeah. and it's not really working.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, if you battle with knowing there's more but there's this internal insecurity yeah. of how do I get there, man, you're in the right place.
1: Yeah, or or you feel like people throw in shade or people uh, don't think you can and so it starts to make you question whether you can. Hey, we've we've been through that. Like, Yeah,
0: we. Uh, so we were trying to come up with a name yeah. for this. Like God dropped in our heart to start creating some content about our super unique dynamic.
1: Right, it's super and different. And then
0: like how we're doing Living Church because Living Church there's a lot really different about living church yeah. and like we've taken crazy steps and, lots and of in the last things.
1: five years god's done incredible things yeah and
0: so we keep getting all these questions yeah and so we we felt like we have to start telling the story right we have to start putting out
1: the content the that, information that
0: every leader out there should be charging towards what god's called yeah. them to do and so we knew we wanted to do a podcast and i did what i do and yeah. i started building a list right i started the sourcing words and there were like these one-word hitters, and some of them were yeah, actually really yeah, good.
1: They were good, and we had like you know like we got all the different dichotomy of the wood and the and the sparkly white diamond diamond table. Like, okay, what are these powerful words? And we put them up on the whiteboard like yeah, we do. We yeah. started brainstorming and all the things. And
0: then they weren't right.
1: No, they were like too strong and too mighty and too
0: two together.
1: Yeah, polished.
0: But uh, you know, at Living Church, our logo is an asterisk. Yeah. And uh, and an asterisk just means there's more.
1: Right. There's more here that God has for you, no matter how long you've been loving him. When you see it in like a paragraph uh, on like a page, it means
0: there's more oh, somewhere. I oh, got, you got I'm, one I'm right there. I'm rocking one today.
1: Hey, that was good.
0: And so, yeah, this idea of yeah. more is just what we're always believing in yeah. and what we're walking towards. Right. And so when we said the tug of more, We were both like jackpot. Done. That's it. There it is. Like
1: it's kind of silly, but it's not. Because I think it resonated for both of us because that's what we felt our whole life.
0: My whole life, man, for real. My whole life I've felt like there was this tug towards greatness. Towards like really doing something for the kingdom. Right. Towards really becoming the man that I like envisioned in my imagination. Yeah. Like, I think I can really do it. And not yeah. just, like, because my parents told me I could.
1: Right. I was going to say, it's not because we had, like, parents who were like, yeah, you always get the trophy. No. It was, like, in us. Oh, my
0: parents would let me lose. Right. Yeah. Like, if I lost, yeah. like, you got last place. Right. <laughs> no. But, and it's the Bible's fault.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. We grew up, we always say on the in the same type of church, just on different sides of the country. I'm, You're from Michigan. I'm, I'm from, from Oklahoma.
0: I'm from the murder mitten. Uh, Michigan. Yeah. And so Flint, Flint town, dodging bullets, number one city to get stabbed in America, like 20 years running.
1: I'm from Oklahoma, not where there's teepees and horses everywhere, but what that's okay. what people think of yeah. when they say it.
0: Uh, hey, I've been to where her town hey is. Now, there might be some horses, <laughs> but like, but totally different side of the country, but the same church. Yeah. We were singing Salty the Oh, come on. We were like doing the same kids' dances and the same and moves, cantatas. Doing the some cantatas. Same Sunday
1: school class. The same praise, junior Bible quiz. Oh, come on. Yeah, oh. but no, my church paid for the, the actual. What's the real so one? So it's Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames. Oh, we you did, did, guys did praise, the we all did bootleg praise, Hell's <laughs> Flames. We did the bootleg
0: version, putting tinfoil on the wall for heaven. <laughs> and so. It's funny. So, like, as we've got to know each other, yeah. even though we're from totally different places and actually totally different people. Yeah we have a lot of the same experiences. Right. And man, growing up in kids' church and reading the Bible, i it's story after story of people doing great things. Yeah. David shouldn't have beat Goliath. Right, but he Joshua did. should have right. not conquered the walls of Jericho. Right. Moses should have not won against Pharaoh. Right. The whole Bible is scrubs, losers, that are doing things that are incredible. Right. And so then we become... Leaders of an organization yeah. Pastor of a church And you only It's easy to only look at what you don't have And think oh, I can't do that
1: Right But And yet, it
0: breaks my heart that like That, that churches aren't growing right. It breaks my heart that ministries aren't advancing That we aren't taking ground against hell
1: Right because if they could
0: If Joshua could beat the walls of Jericho With some trumpets and some marching Right
1: we still serve the same God
0: Yes So why not us why not us? And so there's always there, been that
1: tension, I think.
0: There's the tension. Yeah. There's the tug of I'm not good enough. Yeah. I can't. I don't have what it takes.
1: When you were growing up, for you, I imagine tug of war was a game you actually enjoyed.
0: Oh, I was rocking some tug of war. I was like the dude they tied the knot on on the back and right. threw it over my shoulders and was like I was the anchor. Yeah. And so I loved the the battle. I loved the fight of the tug of the tug of war.
1: Yeah. For me, I was the little one, the runt of the litter, and they yeah. mostly just put me wherever I could be the most out of the way. Yeah,
0: we would just put you on the front of the rope, Yeah, and like if we start well, like, losing dig Whitney's out, it does your feet out, in, your feet really in as
1: hard as you can, but then, yeah. oh, well, too bad. She's yeah. little, she couldn't make it. And so I think the, the tug, of, tug of more resonates with us because of that tension of even the tug of war that we've experienced well, in our you, life. Well, for you,
0: you felt like you couldn't even make a difference. Right. And for me, I felt like if I don't win, it's I lost. on you. It's yeah. on me. Yeah. yeah. And so there's this like insecurity and insecurity yeah. and pressure and pressure, pressure and yeah.
1: And yet the calling of like, God has said to me, there's more. Yeah. He's shown me what he wants for my life. And, and the, so how do I get there with the tools that I feel like aren't enough?
0: Right. And the Bible says that we're called for more. Yeah. It says that we're the head and not the tail. Right. We're not the tail on the dog. We're the right. head. We're the thing that's in charge. And for business owners, I think right. it's easy to look at all the people on the other side of the rope against you and yeah. think you can't win. Right. But like, we're winning right. in ministry, not because we're strong and tough and mighty, but because actually God's the anchor.
1: Right. No, because it. everyone, like you said, everyone's called to more. You don't have to be the lead, the guy the most in charge in order to step into more. You just sure. have to be willing to let God help you tug and help yeah. you fight that tension. And yeah. I think that... Um, No matter who decides to watch and be a part of it. God has more for all of us And we have to be willing to fight that tension. Yeah, we've had to fight it here at LC From the beginning of it
0: so many so many tensions to want to keep to want to keep you where you are Yeah, so like there's the option of Pursue more right go into the thing that God gave you a dream about that you want to do or stay comfortable, right? And I think that a lot of times we don't advance mm-hmm. our businesses, our families, our health, our finances, our churches, because we're just so comfortable in where we are. We're comfortable in the number of people in the congregation. Right. We're comfortable in the number of services. We're comfortable in the paycheck. that we in have. In the paycheck. Right. And so like, man. We sure for, don't want
1: to rock the boat.
0: We don't want to rock the boat because I'm comfortable. Right. And I think that's the reason that churches aren't advancing and right. ministries aren't growing and aren't thriving because we start going to work. Right. Like, I intentionally tell myself, I'm not going to work. I'm going to fight hell. Right. And it sounds like very, like, Rambo.
1: Yeah, except that's exactly how you live your life. Yeah.
0: But, like, <laughs> when we when we start going to work, we're dying.
1: Well, we're just but clocking we, in and clocking we're out. Clocking
0: in and clocking out. When we start looking at the clock and say, is it 5 o'clock for me right. to go home yet? dude we're not gonna win right but when there's like a urgency and a hunger and a drive inside of us to do more that's when that's when god is like what are they doing yeah like i really feel like the only reason that living church is advancing is because god like has taken notice of some things right
1: Of the fact that we're willing to tug and fight yeah and and I think that he can do a lot more in our fight than he can in us just standing still.
0: I remember when we uh, first planted the church back in 2010, there was a coffee house here in Mansfield. Uh,
1: pirate coffee.
0: Pirate coffee. Pour one out. I don't even like coffee, but I would go there. They would let me office there. Yeah. And uh, I was officing there. We had like nobody coming to church. There was mm-hmm. like 80 people coming. Yeah. Here, so, which isn't nobody. But, you know, but, we're not not—we're yeah. not at well, all. Well, when you start
1: something gr- great, you you expect it to yeah. be successful right and away. And so
0: I remember sitting there working one day, and this other group comes in at another table, and they were a bunch of people on staff at another church. And I was eavesdropping their conversation, yeah. and they started talking about how they remembered when they started the church. Hmm. And one of the people at the table said, I, I wish that it was like it used to be. Because we used to be hungry. We used to be excited. We used to be like motivated to yeah. do something. But then they had grown and got right. a building, got a bunch of staff and like all the, got a billboard and all the things. Right. And then now they're just like kind of existing. They're comfortable. They're comfortable. Right. And I remember that moment like really clearly. And so now we're comfortable.
1: Yeah. No, it's true.
0: We're comfortable. Living yeah. church has grown.
1: No, we, we got get a building. We, we get own. to give money to missions. We get to yeah. support church plants. We get to yeah. uh do a lot of yeah. incredible things.
0: God's yeah. been good. Um there's this scene in uh Rocky 2 where uh uh Rocky he's got called up by Clever Lane, Mr. T. Yeah. And Rocky's like ready to fight him and Mick, his trainer, doesn't want him to fight. This big, tough boxer, uh, Clever Lane. And Mick, the trainer, he says, you've got soft. Right. Like, basically, you've got rich, Rocky. You're living in this fancy house. You used to be training in a basement. Right. And there's no way you can beat this dude because you got soft. Yeah. And so, like, I'm sitting in that coffee house listening to these people talk about how they got soft. And I'm here in the basement grinding, trying to grow the church. Right. And I think all the time, don't get soft. Yeah. Don't get soft. There's people dying and going to hell. Right. Every single second. Yeah. Every single day, we have to charge towards more.
1: No, it's good. We
0: don't need to build another building.
1: No, we could stay. But there's more. Right. We could stay exactly where we are. Yeah. But then we wouldn't reach any more people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Okay, talk about. let's talk about the idea that... Uh, there's been a tug and a tension in the dynamic of the two of us and what we've had to work through oh. and struggle. I think that at some point it's, it's, we'll do a whole conversation about like men and women working together in ministry. But I think just for the first like episode and conversation, the dynamic of the two of us is part of the tug and part yeah. of the tension.
0: No, it's huge. And it's going to be my belief of women in ministry and men and women in ministry is going to be a big part of the conversation. Of
1: course, it, I mean it. The, uh, five years ago, we started working together. Yeah, and we immediately had to make decisions yeah. about who we were going to be and how we were going to function and the boundaries we were going to set because we did grow up in the same time of church. No, I in yeah. the same. You know, uh, you grew up, I'm sure, not seeing a whole lot of women and men working together side right. by side. I grew up seeing women working in the church, but they were only in a
0: kids in worship.
1: Yeah, in a helper. Yeah. Uh, don't have, don't use your mind, don't speak too much, right. uh, stay silent, get the work done, show yourself like valuable in that way, but don't try to give too much input.
0: In the, Yeah.
1: And so I think we had to immediately decide what Figure that looked that out. like.
0: In the last couple of years, I have like somehow picked up this flag to champion men and women working together in ministry. And it was never a part of my plan. Right. I never thought that I'm gonna like fight this battle.
1: Right. Well, but you had to because you said yes to letting me help you do this Yeah, but like it's
0: became so evident that I don't, I really don't know how guys could effectively pastor a church without a big female influence. Yeah. Because you and I working together, you let me run in my masculinity. Absolutely. Because you make every woman in the church feel safe in your femininity right and so it's a big conversation we can't get into all of it into all of it today but yeah man it's tough
1: yeah talk i think that the the tension is like the first decision that you were like okay yes or no i think that so many leaders come into this moment of decision with a tug that's a big one yeah and that's the first step to going into more right
0: yeah um talk about it man there's a lot of directions that i can talk Um, So I grew up in church, and even at Bible college, and even from mentors, and they talked about, like, men and women's relationship. Yeah. And there's this, like, idea that men and women have to have, like, this massive uh, barrier in between them. Chasm. (laughs) Because, like, you're going to definitely have an affair. Right. Like, you're going to, if you have a lady in ministry with you, and you let her ride in your car one time, you're definitely going to have an affair. Right, right. And so there was like this terror in me of like, oh my God, I can't ever let a woman in my car, I can't ever have anyone's phone number. Right. I can't ever... Talk to them. Talk to them (laughs) because like, what if... Right. Yeah. The perception is reality. Yeah. Is it? Like all these things. Is it? And so I remember for for Whit and I, uh, yeah, this is a throwback story, but when we... We planted the church in two thousand yeah. and ten with one of my mentors, and then I became lead pastor about five years ago. Yeah. And the church was really in a tough place, right? Financially, yeah.
1: Uh, man, the team, all, all pieces of and it. And
0: so we were having to figure a bunch of things out, a whole bunch. And we didn't; our church did not own a filing cabinet. This is true. We didn't own a filing <laughs> sounds cabinet. sounds Kind of crazy, yeah. but we didn't. And and so we had to. We were like creating partners and bylaws and all these things, and. And we had to get all of this paperwork and all these things yeah. organized and locked up somewhere at the church. And so we had no money. We had $1,500 in our checking
1: account.
0: Yeah, right. So checking and savings. $1,500 total we have. Yeah. And Whitney and I were at the church and we were kind of desperate to get this figured out. And it was because like... Because we
1: were, we were pushing.
0: We were pushing. It was one of
1: those days where we were knocking junk off the list yeah. and we had to get it done. Yeah.
0: And so we uh, got in my truck and started to go to this used joint... That sold like used furniture. Right. And it was the first time you and I ever now we had been friends for five years. Yeah. We had hung out with our spouses, and that's a, thousand, a big part we gotta talk about. Yeah. But like I'm now in this car with this woman. Right. What am I doing? I'm just breaking you just broke all, all the, the rules. rules. Right. And uh and it was a moment where yeah. we kind of like stopped. And I think we that first time yeah. that we ever rode in a car together alone, we text yeah. Rachel, my wife, and Aaron, your husband, which by the way, Not married. Right. (laughs) Like this belongs to somebody else. Correct. Right? Yes. And we text them and it started this big conversation. Right. Of how do we do this healthily? Right. How do we do this with real accountability? Yeah. So that I can run into everything I'm called to do. Right. And you can run into everything you're called to do. Right. And it's been hard. We've had people leave the church. Yeah. Uh, It's true. We've had opportunities not given.
1: Right. One reason or another. One reason or oh, the other. Right.
0: Because of it, we've uh, showed up to speak at things and literally been told you cannot talk about that. It's too controversial. Well, guess what, Scrubs? We got our own podcast now, now and we so to talk about so it. <laughs> we're going to talk about it about how to navigate that relationship. Yeah. Because what if when God says when He made Eve that she was a helpmate, that it was not only in the context of marriage,
1: right? No, it's true.
0: So there's a lot there
1: because our congregation is not just men, right? And so like we would be missing a whole group of people if we didn't have both dynamics. Yeah.
0: And so man, it's been it's been really good to yeah. figure it out, and it's been super hard. Yeah. And there's a ton of a ton of detail. A ton. About how to do it well. We can't get it all. of No. Things. You've got to subscribe,
1: like comment, comment share, like, all like all follow, the share. No, I think that that though was then what allowed some of the other hard things. Because you already you already said yes. We already navigated this super tough tension. Mm-hmm. And then we've had to navigate a ton of other tugs Yeah. in this church world life. Yeah. And I think saying yes to one and recognizing the world didn't fall apart, lightning didn't strike, in fact, God blessed us because yeah. we were willing to do, allowed yeah. us to step into some more.
0: For sure. And so it's worth the tug.
1: It's worth the tug. It's
0: worth the calluses on your hands and the rope burns. To not just get stuck in where you are, right, and to not just be comfortable in where you are, but to believe that God has more for you. Me. I mean, the verse that gets preached all the time, all it's the, on every coffee yeah. cup and on every grandma's knit pillow. You know, Jeremiah twenty nine. Right. for I know the plans I have for you, right? Right. Plans to pr- prosper. To, wait, wait. Prosper. Right. So, p- prosper. If God has a plan to prosper us, that means He's going to take us from where we are. He's going to take us to somewhere more. Right. That g- literally, God has a plan to to bless to give more opportunity it's just are we willing to to are we willing to stand in the tension
1: right are we willing to engage in the tug of it because i think so often we don't but if we want to
0: yeah there's a lot of tensions we've navigated that we're going to talk about yeah like transitions
1: right we've had a lot of transition i mean you spoke to it you became lead pastor and in that season we had to make a lot of changes we had to Tug through and create structure, yeah. bylaws, yeah. Uh, oversight, accountability. Yeah. And then we had to navigate transitions and they were not easy.
0: No transitions easy. No. And the enemy always attacks in the middle of transition. Always. Anytime you're taking a step, the devil sees that you're a little bit off kilter in that transition. Right. And so he's going to come full force. And it's not just in the church, it's in your family. Right. If you're having another baby, attack's coming. Right. If it's in your business, you're at another employee or another department... Attacks coming. And so we felt that. And so all of that is is tension. And if we're unwilling to step into the tension, we're not going to get to more.
1: Right.
0: Think about how stressed out Joshua was walking up to Jericho. Right. Or David running towards the giant. Or Peter getting out of the boat to walk on water. Those are super stressful, super tense moments. Right. They could have just stayed where they were. No, right. Joshua could have just been like, We're just gonna be in the wilderness, we're wilderness people. Right. Peter could have stayed in the boat.
1: (laughs) Right. David
0: could have waited for Goliath to wander off.
1: But you missed the miracle.
0: You missed the miracle, man. And so, like, we're hard chargers. Yeah. And uh, we're pursuing all that God has for us. Right. I really think the only thing hindering us is our own belief in God. What's really hindering the church? It's his bride. Right. God wants the church to grow. What's hindering it?
1: Yeah. Our faith to believe that he's really gonna.
0: Uh, we us. Yeah, we're the ones. Look at right. what happened in Acts. Right. The church is exploding, multiplying, adding, adding to their number every day, multiplying those right. who are being saved. Right. They didn't have no building. They didn't have no budget. No. They didn't, they didn't have, have no. A,
1: di- they didn't have an LED wall and a. Sound they didn't machine, have nobody right. who
0: knew how to preach.
1: Their online sound probably sucked too, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they had women in ministry.
1: Hey, that's true.
0: We'll talk about that more later. No,
1: but yeah.
0: And so God's called us to something great. We just have to be able to deal with the fear and the insecurity and the anxiety and the self-belief and all that.
1: Yeah, because when I was a kid, it was a lot easier to sit on the sidelines than to be in the tug of war game because I was little. Mm. I was going to get hurt. Like, I can remember times getting giant, like, scratches on my ankles because I was just a little guy. Yeah. And I think it can be easy to be like, I don't want a broken ankle, so I'm going to sit out. But, wow, I'd rather get a little bumps and bruises along the way and be able to step into more than to miss it.
0: Yeah, and for me, I knew I had to be the anchor and I knew I had to pull. And sometimes it's like when you're the strong one, sometimes you don't even want to play. Because what if you lose and then you lose your identity? Mm-hmm. And so I think that, that leaders hmm. get so safe in their what they've got that they don't want to risk it. Yep. They don't want to risk it. But like the truth is God pays the bills. Right. God provides the staff. Right. God brings the people.
1: And it's not about us. It's not about
0: it's us. Not man. About it's not about our identity. It's not about my identity. Right. And so like this podcast,
1: yeah.
0: what we're doing with a tug of more, right. we're gonna get hate. Oh. People I'm are going to sure be they haters. They're already
1: common stuff right now. Yeah, screw that's y'all. Okay. Right. I
0: don't care. I
1: said sucks. So that's a terrible word to say. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> right. like, there's a
0: point. There's a point where you have to listen to God and you have to plug your ears to the input of other people. No, that's And all. you have to do what God is telling you to do. And it's got to be in alignment with the Bible. No, but like, but it's in alignment what, with the Bible. It's got to be under biblical but authority. That's
1: a whole. That's a whole. I mean, that's what God. Yeah. God's only going to ever speak in alignment with His word. Yeah. If he, if it's not. Then it's not his voice It's your own bad pizza.
0: So we've got yeah So we've got a bunch of ideas that we want to talk about. Yeah, uh, but We also want to answer questions. Yeah, and so like we don't know the format all the way
1: No, and we don't know what people need to know because for us I think sometimes when you're in the middle of the tension you're just fighting so hard You don't even realize some of the things yeah that you think aren't that big a deal that are actually game-changers for if other people knew so I think yeah. the more people can engage the yeah. questions you have we'd love to hear them we'd love to know them and answer them and yeah and for us nothing's like off the table i don't think right
0: no to me go.
1: there's no part of it that we're not willing to talk about because yeah. god's blessed us and allowed us to do it and so we're just going to keep sharing it
0: and let's just see how it goes i mean yeah. we have a vision for what this uh is? tug of more yeah. is and can become right uh but the more that people engage with it, yeah the more that we're going to be able to continue to do it. Right. I mean, we're running an organization. Like, right. we're busy. We don't have time to no. do this.
1: We had to mark this out of our week in yeah, order but to if do it.
0: Yeah, but it. if it's adding value, and right. people are letting us know that it's adding value, then we're going to keep, we're Absolutely. Going to keep pushing. And Absolutely. And leading the conversation. No,
1: it's going to be fun. Yeah. Right? We're going to figure it out one step at a time.
0: So good. So, man, I don't know how long these are always going to be. No. I feel like that's a good, that's uh, good right? landing place. I think so. Uh, what you've got to know in the room with us is also Bailey Griffin. Bailey. Uh, Bailey. Bailey is tech tech wizard master. Right. Uh, she, uh, I want her to take the the job title of Vibe Pastor. Oh, my word. But she doesn't like it. She thinks it doesn't sound nice or something. All the
1: work we've done for women in ministry.
0: <laughs> and then I'm going to give her a silly title like the Vibe Pastor but mark my words someday
1: that will be that a- will be
0: a global thing vibe <laughs> pastors and so Bailey's put a lot of work into getting the setup here yeah. and all these all these cameras and we're gonna figure it out man things are right. gonna keep changing and growing uh love y'all. Yeah.